Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Improve Your English, Improve Your Life. I am so grateful to have you here. And speaking of being grateful, today's episode is all about gratitude. Do you consider yourself a grateful person? Think of a few people in your life that seem to be really happy and at peace with themselves and their lives. Most of the time, these people don't necessarily have an easier or better life by any means, but rather they are simply grateful for what they have. In today's episode, Foster and I are going to talk about having an attitude of gratitude and how life-changing it is. Don't forget to check out our website for the full transcript with highlights, follow-up questions, and your homework assignment. The link is in the show notes. Let's dive right into the episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Improve Your English, Improve Your Life. I am Jackie, and I'm here with... Foster. Hey, Jackie. How are you doing? Hey. I'm, I'm doing better, better than last week. How about you? How are you doing? I'm also doing better, better than last week. Good. Today was your idea to talk about gratitude, Jackie. Yes. Um, so feel yeah. free to ask me whatever you want. I am no expert. Well, what actually sparked my attention on this is I remember I listened to an episode that you and Alexia did, I believe, last year. And I only listened to one episode, so uh, you'll have to fill me in. But you guys, I believe, were doing a gratitude challenge of some sort. So I'm curious what sparked that idea, first of all, for you guys to do a gratitude challenge and to talk about it on your podcast. Okay. First, a quick disclaimer. We have recorded more than a thousand episodes, so... I might be getting some of the finer details wrong, but I think I have the general picture more or less correct. So if I'm not mistaken, I don't believe it was like a gratitude challenge, but we just did like a series about gratitude. Mm -hmm. um, and I think first we did a series about burnout, okay. and then that led to a series about gratitude, or maybe the other way around. Um, Maybe you got burnt out from being, <laughs> from being so grateful. No, no. I think we <laughs> recorded some episodes about burnout, and uh -huh. we got a lot of like really positive feedback for uh. kind of being vulnerable. So then we decided to do one about gratitude. Okay. I think that's what happened. Okay. Oh, very cool. And do you remember, was it like for 30 days or a certain period of time? I think we recorded... Like a week or two weeks of podcasts just about gratitude, different things we're grateful for, mm -hmm. kind of how to cultivate gratitude, different ways to approach it and why it's important. And yeah, it was a super interesting and fun little experiment to do. Yeah. So why don't you tell us like what your, what, what the experiment was. Did you just wake up in the morning and think of the th three things you're grateful for, or what did you guys specifically do? Okay, so historically, I 
have always had a very difficult relationship with gratitude. Okay. So in the last few years, as I've become more interested in like meditation and awareness and personal development, there's a lot of talk about gratitude and self-compassion. Mm-hmm. And that just never resonated with me mm-hmm. because uh, for a lot of reasons, just like a lot of negative self-talk. But so in all of those kind of different areas, when people would talk about gratitude or self-compassion, I was just like, okay, I'll skip that part. Yeah. <laughs> or don't understand what they're talking <laughs> Next, please. (laughs) So Alexia and I kind of had an open conversation about why that was. And we started with just the benefits of gratitude. And long story short, gratitude and self-compassion are immensely beneficial. Like they make you a better person in numerous ways. So it's something we should definitely all try to cultivate. Yeah. But I actually, I can relate to you, Foster, because I feel like as much as I like to think of myself as being a a grateful, positive person, I definitely struggle at times as well to not want to like change the situation. And, And there's no problem, I guess, with wanting to change the situation. But I think like, for example, if I'm unhappy at my job, I tend to focus a lot on like all the reasons why it's the worst job in the world and, and use that as like fuel to now I need something better or I need something different. The job you created for yourself. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Well, not this job per se, but, um, but there are times that we, it's, it's all about like your perspective. And if we look at people, like if you think of people that, just seem to be like really happy, like with their job, with their relationships, just with life in general. It's not the external situation that they have that makes them happy. It's just their perception, their perspective of what they have. So I think of like my, my grandma, for example, she's 98 years old. Uh, my my yes. grandma just turned 99, I believe. Oh my goodness. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. Crazy. But I remember, well, my grandfather, he died um, maybe six years ago, something like that, about six years ago. But I always kind of looked at their relationship and she just, and she had six kids and, you know, her husband was in the Navy and, you know, grew up during a lot of difficult times for sure. Yeah. But she's just so like happy and appreciative and at peace. And I think of other people I know that are like that. And it's not, they don't have like easy lives or perfect partners or the best jobs in the world at all. They just view everything in a different light. And there's other people that have everything, you know, that would quote unquote, make you happy. The perfect body, the perfect wife or husband, the most amazing job, beautiful house. And they they don't, they're not happy because they don't appreciate it. Or I don't know, maybe they feel like guilty about it. Who knows what's going on in their internal world. Mm-hmm. But I do think it's, it's like that phrase, like when you just make the change, like I get to do this versus I've got to do this. That simple shift 
It's like, I get to go to work today. Like, I'm so lucky. Like, wow, mm. how amazing that I actually have legs and feet and I'm healthy and I'm able to, and I have a job that I have this privilege of going to work versus like, oh, I've got to go to work today. I have to go to this job and it's going to be terrible and I'm going to have a bad attitude about it. Yeah. Whew. I really like the kind of shift in perspective of yeah. I get to rather than I've got to or I need to or something like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I so maybe to back up a bit. Yes, yes. Intellectually, I understood and still understand that all of the people I admire and like what I seek most in life, gratitude is like a huge piece of getting there. Right. But I just had no idea, really no notion of what gratitude was. Mm-hmm. So there were a few things that kind of shifted my approach and mm-hmm. opened the door for me to become more grateful. Okay, so let, I'm I'm excited to hear about these things. So what happened? Okay, so perhaps not surprisingly, a lot of it just has to do with language. So I started with, I don't remember where it came from, but I replaced gratitude with appreciation. Okay. <laughs> because, I don't know, I believe it's it's my mentor who, he always says like, I really appreciate that. Or like, I really appreciate a a glass of nice wine or something. Mm -hmm. But he's like someone that appreciates um, like culture and value. And you can just see how much it really like fulfills him. Yeah. I love that. Like just appreciating the the simple things that you may not give much value to. Yeah. yeah, that makes a big difference. It's a lot easier to appreciate like, oh, a nice gesture or I don't know, the person that gave you coffee gave you a nice smile. Right. In the beginning, it was difficult for me to say like, I feel grateful for that. Right. <laughs> but it, it was easy to say like, oh, that was nice. I appreciate, I appreciate it. Yes. So awesome. that was one shift. Another one was, I don't know if you've read this book. If you haven't, I think I've already recommended a lot of books on this podcast, but this is the one that I would encourage you to read, actually to listen to more than any others. It's called The Book of Delights by a poet, an American poet named Ross Gay. Okay. And his idea was to write one essay one handwritten essay every day for a year about something that delighted him that day. And very similar to appreciation. Yeah. I started seeing things that were like, ah, that was a delightful, like, autumn leaf or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but I love that, though, because it just, it it basically you change your focus and you start looking for things that you appreciate or you delight in versus just, you know, in your head kind of going through the day thinking about stuff. It kind of forces you to be more present, to look around and and just look for good 
things happening all around you, beauty all around you. And it's like what you say, what you focus on grows and, and what you look for, you find. So uh, that's a very cool exercise. Even yeah. just like going for a walk and just with the, with the intention of finding something beautiful or unique or different or delightful on that walk. It's probably a much better walk than if you're just <laughs> plowing through it, counting your steps. <laughs> yeah, like listening to a podcast. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Except for this podcast. That's right. Obviously. That's right. Um, yeah, so a lot of like my journey towards gratitude was really just about becoming more present. Mm -hmm. So the last recommendation I, I will give is... We also did a series about another book called The Art of Noticing by an author named Rob Walker, I believe. But it's like 131 different ways, like creative ways to notice things in your everyday life or something like that. Hey, very cool. And it's super fun. It's like, okay, just like the next time you're out walking your dog, notice how many security cameras there are. Mm. And walking around the city is kind of crazy. <laughs> like, whoa. Oh, yeah. <laughs> cameras everywhere. I'm being watched all the time. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, it's actually, it kind of reminds me of the book, The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. Or Tolle, I think. Yeah. Eckhart Tolle, I think is how you say his name. Um, but it's just that noticing, you know, like go to a, a park, sit on a bench and, and look at the flowers, look at a bee, look at a blade of grass, just notice the things around you. And it's so stress relieving when you do that, because you realize like right now in this exact moment, life is good. Like all these problems that I am worrying about are not happening they're all just like in my head and if you just kind of like bring that attention back like one thing that i i like to do is just even like feel the sun on my skin or feel the wind you know just get into your body more and just like feel your feet on the ground you know all that stuff that like grounding exercises uh it's so stress relieving and it just puts you like right in that present moment, just appreciating everything around you. And you just feel like the weight of the world is just lifted off your shoulders temporarily. And yeah, it's definitely a good habit to, to add to your daily routine if possible. 100% yeah, agree. Like when I started with all of this stuff, essentially mm -hmm. I realized like I more or less like disembodied my head from my body. Yes. So my body was essentially just like a vehicle to move around my anxious brain. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that's not an ideal way to live. No. And I think that's how most of us live, actually. You know, it's, we're just, and I, and I struggle with it too. We're in our heads all the time. And it's these, you know, we have like 90,000 thoughts per day. And a lot of them are just the same one, you know, on repeat over and over and over again. And and if you even think about it, like a lot of the thoughts are not even true, you know, so we're just kind of creating this, we're believing our thoughts and, and we're living in this, 
you know, like headset of a reality in our brains and we're not even experiencing the world around us. Yeah, if my inner monologue was played like publicly, it would just be like a loop of the most boring, mean stuff. I know. (laughs) And that's, I think that's how most people are, unfortunately. So it's good just to be aware of that. Like just because you think something doesn't mean it's true. Chances are it's not. (laughs) Just go back to the, your body, like noticing your, surroundings, feel the grass, feel the wind, look around, just kind of like bring yourself back to that present moment. For and, sure. And you'll feel much better. Yeah. So I'm curious when you guys did this gratitude, I don't want to say challenge, but this experience, did you guys specifically like every day try to write down new things that you were appreciative of or what did it look like between you and Alexia? Yeah, so I don't remember everything we did because we tried out like a lot of different things. But still to this day, we do a nightly gratitude like ritual, essentially. So I write in my journal all of the time. Um, and when I'm getting in bed, I write three things that I'm grateful for. And I ask Alexia, like, hey, what are three good things that happened today? She tells me. And then when I wake up in the morning, that's the first thing I see. It's beautiful. I don't know if it like neurologically changes anything, but definitely makes me feel a little bit better. Yeah. Well, I actually, I mean, I don't know about the the science <laughs> behind it, but I, I'm sure it just helps you sleep better, just focusing on, on what you're grateful for rather than what you're worried about. You know, just that simple shift is probably much better. Like, oh, this was really good. And then you wake up and you're kind of remembering uh, the things you appreciate rather than the things that stress you out. So that's a very, that's really nice. Have you guys always done that or is it kind of a newer thing? No, that started whenever we, I believe last December. Okay. So just a few months. But honestly, I don't think we've missed a day. And it's just like a really good opportunity to slow down. Mm-hmm. Kind of, I don't know, it's very calming. It's very therapeutic and, and quite peaceful. And do you try to think of like three different things every single day? Or do you feel like you kind of repeat a lot of the same ones? Normally, like if Alexia says something and I was like, ah, you took mine. <laughs> like okay. We, we try to push ourselves to be a little bit creative. Mm-hmm. But after an entire day, it is very easy to think of three small things that you are grateful for. Right. Like normally I could list like 20 things quickly if I wanted to. Yeah. So I just kind of randomly choose three things. Don't think about it too much. And Mm -hmm. it's actually become like a habit that I do more or less without thinking about it. I love that. I think that's that's a good, I'm going to try doing that too before going to bed. Write down three things I'm grateful for. I've tried to do this with my kids, but we haven't been very consistent with it. <laughs> and then they just start like being goofy. <laughs> it doesn't go as well as <laughs> I'd like it to go. But I think yeah. goofy, and grati- <laughs> goofy and gratitude can can intertwine that's true that's true 
<laughs> but then they'll say things like, oh, I'm grateful for my farts. I'm grateful. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> but then you are grateful for their humor and the love that it brings to your household, I imagine. Yes, that is true. Yeah, and then looking back on that, when they get older, I'll be like, okay, those were good moments. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate this moment. <laughs> At least they're they're happy, they're laughing, we're having fun. But, well, this is awesome, Foster. And I think for people who are listening, for me, you know, in the past year or so, I feel like the most powerful thing that has happened to me in my life on the outside is completely the same, but there have, I have like gone inward a lot more. And a lot of it comes with just these simple shifts in perspective, you know, rather than looking at a situation and thinking about what you're losing, maybe think about what you're gaining and, and give more focus to that. And it doesn't mean you have to turn a blind eye or, or not see things that are wrong. Like you can if there are legit problems, like definitely give those your attention and try to try to fix those if possible. But a lot of times, um, it's just kind of controlling your focus a little bit, you know, controlling your mm. mind. That's what's so difficult with meditation is to sit down and, and tell your mind to stop controlling you, <laughs> you know, because when we have all these <laughs> yeah, hundred thousand thoughts, it doesn't work. <laughs> it's really tough. But then, like, like you mentioned, you know, if, if your, if the thought loop were loud enough for everyone to hear, and I'm sure it's the case for every single person, it's like insanity, you know, what we are thinking all day long. And those thoughts over, you know, 30, 40 years, a long period of time affect us on every single level and, and really control our lives yeah. to a certain extent. So if we can, Start by making just teeny tiny little perspective shifts. It makes a huge difference. And, yeah. and it's not that your external world necessarily changes. It might. Usually it does change in a positive way when your internal world changes. But I think most of the time we focus on changing externally thinking that will bring us more peace or happiness when it doesn't. <laughs> And <laughs> you can that is change jobs. Jackie's message throughout this podcast. I know. <laughs> Look inward, outward, external validation will not make you happy. No. And I, it's the message because it's something that I, it's like a message for myself. You know, I have to remind myself all the time of yeah. this. And, and I hear other people all the time saying things that I'm like, yeah, I, I tell myself the same story, but it's just not true. You know, like yeah. we have to, we can't go outside for, for all the answers as usual. And being appreciative, being present, focusing on the beauty around you makes a huge difference for sure. And yeah, Foster, since, was, ooh, I'm sorry, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I think that was, Perhaps the most important thing I learned from mm -hmm. the little gratitude experiment that we did is gratitude is really something that you have to practice and cultivate because, as you said, we've been thinking kind of crazy thoughts on a loop for, in my case, 32 years. Yeah. So it takes a lot to kind of 
combat that and rewire that. So just small, tiny little baby steps and incorporating more appreciation and delight in your life is super important and beneficial. I love it. I agree. Best thing you can do. And it's free. (laughs) And it's easy. You can start today. Yeah. Cheaper than therapy. Yeah, it is. And honestly, some therapists don't actually encourage you to do that. I mean, I know I've worked with some people who've almost encouraged me to look externally all the time rather than changing my own perspective and just viewing things in a different light. But that's a whole nother topic. <laughs> yeah, we'll so. leave that one for another day. <laughs> we'll leave that one for another day. But Foster, what would be a good like homework assignment for people that can relate to you and relate to me that maybe struggle a little bit to see <laughs> the positive in things? Or maybe they, they are appreciative and, and grateful, but they want to add a little bit more to their lives. What would be a good homework assignment for them? Yeah. Um, okay, I will give our listeners two options, both mm-hmm. very easy. Option number one, you could do what I've been doing, and just one time a day, it's probably easiest if you do it right when you wake up or before going to sleep, just write three things that you're grateful for. Super simple, don't have to think about it too much. If you're not the kind of person that keeps a journal or I don't know if that doesn't appeal to you another easy way is just try to be delighted once per day like have one moment where you're just like oh my goodness that is so delightful <laughs> like this croissant or I don't know that hug in the book of delights I remember he always says, like, what kind of miracle is this? Like, talking about spring flowers. Um, Yeah, so just be delighted. Allow yourself to be delighted once per day. It'll change your life in a small way. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, perfect, Foster. I love that. I'm going to do the homework assignment as well. (laughs) Excellent. Cool. Well, Thank you, Foster. I appreciate you and your willingness to talk about all these fun topics with me. And yeah, let's, uh, I think that's, that this was a good one, huh? <laughs> Thank you, Jackie. I'm also very grateful to be able to spend time in conversation with you. You are very welcome. All right, guys. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to start your homework assignment and let us know what you think. And again, Don't forget to download, if you guys want to download the summaries of these episodes with the written homework assignments and some other extra follow-up questions, you can do that by clicking on the link in the show notes, and it's a good way to kind of review everything that you just heard. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks, Jackie. Talk to you you in the next episode. Okay. Ciao. Ciao. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to Improve Your English, Improve Your Life. It really is something very special that you are listening. It's amazing. So if you like what we do and you want to learn even more, 
you can receive free access to all of the homework assignments, worksheets, transcriptions, and a lot more resources on our website. Again, thanks for listening, and we will see you in the next episode.